day that you will never forget. Make sure you have your pen, paper, something that you really feel comfortable with, like good lighting. You have a glass of water, and more than anything, you have an open mind and awareness of the opportunity to change your life. I am so excited, and I've been waiting to do this for so long. I'm so glad you guys have all chosen to join in. Today's process I want you to think about one thing, a quantum transformation, not little baby steps, not those processes where people say to you, you know, it's one step at a time, it's a little bit here, a little bit there. No, I want you this day to expand your consciousness, open your awareness to the possibilities that lie before you. You are all created in such a magnificent way that you have unlimited potential What's happened in your life is you haven't learned how to tap into that potential so that you can be the best that you can be. Well, this is your day to learn how to tap into that place. Inside each of you, something has been planted. It's a seed of greatness. It's a seed of opportunity. It's a purpose that is unbeknownst to anyone but you because you were designed to do one thing and that one thing that you were designed to do none of us can do it only you can do it you were born for it you were anointed for it you were blessed with it you are the one who was chosen to live this life of opportunity and to live this purpose so that you can be of greater service to everyone in the world. That's right. Everyone in the world is going to benefit by you improving. That's why we always come together and with other people to try to understand what is it about you that makes you who you are and what is it about me that makes me who I am. Together we become 10. And that's what this whole profound process is about. How do we come together and grow? Right now, what I want you to do is get your paper, get your pen, open your heart, and I want you to start thinking about who am I? And I want you to start thinking about the dreams, the goals, the ideas, the visions, the things that made you so excited as a kid you couldn't wait to get out of bed. Maybe it was a dance class. Maybe it was learning how to ride your bicycle. Maybe it was piano lessons. Maybe it was going to sing in the choir. Something got you so excited you couldn't wait to get up in the morning. That's what our lives should be about today. That excitement, that enthusiasm that makes us so jazzed up that we just got to get going on it because we just have to be involved in it. You have to remember back to the time you were skipping rope, running outside, playing outside, and your mom's going, come in the house, it's getting dark. Now you barely want to go walk your dog. Well, we got to bring back that desire to move. We want to get our groove back. We want to get to moving and, and shaking, and we want to get to doing great things and touching people. And even more than that, we want to become alive again. This night, this day, this hour, this moment, this morning is about becoming alive again. So I want you to write answers to these questions. 
Number one is, if I knew I could not fail, what would I do? Start writing now. If I knew that I could not fail, and I had angel dust sprinkled on me, which gave me unlimited possibilities, and there's no risk of failure, what would I do? What would you do if you knew you could not fail? Impossible. Write. Think. Now, if you're not able to write at this time, it's because you've lost touch with that place, that joy, that specialness, that uniqueness, that purpose, that burning and driving desire. That's okay if you can't write right now. But what would I do? If I knew I could not fail, I want that question to burn in your spirit. I want that question to just imprint upon your mind. What would I do? Because you know what? With God, all things are possible. So there is no failure. Number two, the next question. If Bill Gates, the richest man in America, gave me his entire inheritance tomorrow, where would I live using his wealth that I inherited? Where would I live? What sort of house would I live in? What island would I live on? What island would I buy? Where would I live if wealth was not an issue? How about this question? If I knew that I could have anything I wanted, how much would I weigh? How much would you weigh? What size clothes would you be? Now you need to be writing these answers down as they come to you. And don't limit yourself. Just start writing. Start listening to your heart. Start letting your mind expand in a quantum level. Don't go... Oh, I just want to lose one pant size. Maybe you do only want to lose one pant size. But if you could have a perfect body, what would it look like? So you have to write these things out because your mind only sees pictures. So we want to change the pictures that we focus on. We want to change the pictures that we see. We want to change the images, our imagination, image a nation. We want to change our imagination so that it's positive and powerful and impactful in such a way that it drives us to move towards success so that every thought, every action, every behavior, everything we did would move us toward our desired goal, our desired objective. If you had an inheritance from Bill Gates, how much money would you have in the bank? How many cars would you have? What kind of cars would you drive? Where would you send your children to school? Maybe a private school. Maybe a boarding school. Maybe an art school. Open your mind up to the possibilities that there are no limits. Start the process of opening and receiving. Receive all that our Father in Heaven has blessed us with. He said, I've blessed you with all the riches of Heaven. We have that. So we have to start consciously owning, receiving, and being aware in such a way that we can create the thoughts that can manifest these things.
Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now that you've started the process of expanding your consciousness and awareness, we need to go back and we need to consider the first question I asked you. Who am I? Who are you? This is about what's in your head, because in your head is where you go to immediate thoughts, instantly, all of a sudden. But those thoughts came from your heart. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he, so is she, so are we. As we think, so shall we be. So we want to really understand who are we right now. Because if you are using references from old tapes, old thoughts, old ideas, then it's going to affect you in a negative way. So we want to make sure that the thoughts you have now are coming from a stronger, more centered, more clear, more transformed place. Poverty creates obesity. If you're overweight because there's something inside you that you're trying to feed, that's right. And that's interesting because we think it's hunger. There's a spiritual hunger. It's, and, it's, and it's actually being manifest from the inside out. So when we get hungry, the first thing we want to ask ourselves, is it in my head? Is it in my heart? Or is it really a part of my body, my metabolic system saying, I need nutrition? Because I really want you to understand right now that poverty creates obesity. And we think it's just because of what we ate. It is because of what we ate. But what we ate started with how we felt in our hearts and then how we thought in our mental capacities. And then that ended up bringing us around to activities and actions and meal time and snack time and all these other times. We eat because we're sad. We eat because we're mad. We eat because we're glad. We'll eat because we're happy. We'll eat because we're celebrating. We'll eat just because we got together. We eat just because we're alone. We eat because we're lonely. We eat because we're depressed. You know, those things have nothing to do with true appetite except for the appetite of that hole in your heart, that place in your heart that is so desperately longing to be filled with love, peace, joy. So